Hi, I am Mary Giordano Schieffer. I am your host on the Hold All the Podcast. So I'm sharing my own story here on the first episode, based in regional Victoria in Kyneton on Tungarong Country. I am a full-spectrum doula currently servicing families in central Victoria and Melbourne and a doula business mentor supporting fellow doulas across Australia with my online mentoring programs. My background is in community development, predominantly in the resettlement of refugee and migrant women and children, and I have a long-standing interest in cross-cultural experiences of birth and motherhood. I became a doula almost by accident and have enjoyed the immense challenge of building and growing a successful business which enables me to move with my own rhythms and those of my family. I'm now focused primarily on supporting other doulas in business with my online programs and scaling my business in a way that will enable me to spend more time focusing on other things like travel, research, and our family endeavours to transform our little slice of this beautiful country into a self-sufficient and thriving community space that will also provide for others in our town. Welcome to the Whole Doula Podcast. The Whole Doula Podcast is a conversation space for doulas and birth workers to talk about the diverse paths that led them to birth work, as well as the diverse and unique skills, interests and offerings they bring to their birth keeping roles. Here I dive into conversations with others who may be wondering how to bring the different aspects and experiences of their own lives into their roles as doulas in business. After all, there is more than one way to doula, and I'd love to help others see the connections between all the different parts of themselves to see themselves as a whole doula. I am your host, Mary Giordano, doula, birth educator, counsellor, and doula business mentor, and this is the Whole Doula Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello, and I'm Mary Giordano, and this is my own story for the Whole Doula Podcast. I thought it would be appropriate to start with my own story before moving on to the episodes, having conversations with other birth workers. So, For my own story, I think it's important to go right back to not the start, but maybe my teenage years to give a little bit of context to where I am now. So I was, since a very early teenager, very interested in cultural and linguistic diversity and learnt several languages at school. And then upon finishing school at 18 years old, I went to live in Mexico as an exchange student and spent one year living with Mexican families and going to school in Mexico and immersing myself in Mexican culture, learning Spanish. And right from that time, my first experience in Mexico, I was immediately fascinated and intrigued by the indigenous cultures, particularly of the South, the woven textiles and many other parts of the the culture that were really just really fascinating to me as as a young 18 year old. So after that, I returned to Australia, worked and spent 12 months working and saving all of the money that I could on a very small income and then left again and returned to Mexico and then subsequently traveled to Europe. And I did that a couple of times and spent the next 12 years essentially traveling around the world, living in different places and returning to Australia just a couple of times to work for 12 months in order to save money to continue traveling. So I did that up until my late 20s when I was starting to get tired of traveling and the superficial conversations that I was having with the people that I was meeting and just spending a short amount of time with and I was really yearning to do something more 
and to stop for a while. And just as I was deciding to do that and to return to Australia and to go to university, which is what I wanted to do, I actually met my husband who is Italian and I met him in a backpackers hostel in Panama City. And we ended up traveling together to Cuba, spending time there and then living in Canada for a while before getting married in Italy and spending some time there and then eventually returning to Australia where I did go to university as a mature age student in my late 20s and where I studied several different languages and my major was anthropology. And after my undergrad, I got a scholarship to do a diploma of education where I was specializing in language teaching languages other than English and also English as an additional language. So my goals at the time were to work in community or international development. And I was interested in teaching adults, but not so much interested in teaching teenagers at school, which is what I was trained to do, mainly because languages are often not really valued authentically in in schools here in Australia. And the way that they're taught wasn't really in alignment with, with what I was passionate about. So I did start working in the community development sector where I had been also working part time and volunteering for a number of years by then. And I was supporting the capacity development of migrants and refugees, mainly women and children. So I was teaching English and computer literacy and also supporting the resettlement of migrant and refugee women and children in a number of different roles. And it was quite rewarding. I I really enjoyed that work. And then I became pregnant, had my first child in hospital. I was not prepared at all for birth. I didn't have a doula. I didn't actually know what a doula was at that time. I had planned for an intervention-free active birth, but what I had was a very different experience that was actually very traumatic and quite complicated with some serious health issues that resulted from that. But despite that traumatic birth, I was really fascinated by and found myself fantasizing about the role of the midwife who I had at the time that wasn't somebody that was providing continuity of care, it was just a person that was there. And it was a person that I was referring to, communicating to with my eyes, with my needs throughout this challenging labor and birth and aftermath. And somebody, she was sort of like the shiny piece in the the dusty setting. I can't quite think of how else to explain that. So yes, I was really interested in her role, but I wasn't interested in becoming a midwife. I wasn't interested in the clinical aspect of her role at all. I was just interested in that relationship and that person, that figure that was almost seemed like a mythic figure almost to me. I spent the first year with my son, which was also very challenging for me. And I eventually returned to work in the community development sector and spent three years managing a community hub in Melbourne's Northern, Northern Growth Corridor, where I was supporting once again, migrant refugee women and children in their resettlement. And whilst I had some really beautiful experiences working one-on-one with people, I was also really mindful and aware of the resettlement system that felt sometimes like it was keeping people dependent on the system itself and not really empowering them to become independent agents of their own lives in their resettlement and moving forward. So sometimes I felt like I was contributing to a bigger problem and had a bit of a conflict there, personal conflict. And the working environment that I was in at the time was also quite challenging. So when I became pregnant with my second baby, I was looking forward to having some time off to just reconsider my position and my work and where I would go to from there and fully intended to return to the community development sector at some point. My second birth was very different. It was a home birth. It was very restorative and healing and positive and empowering. And once again, the role of the midwives who were different to my first birth were 
striking to me. There was something about that person, that figure that was just really interesting and really, yeah, sparked an interest that I, I felt like I had to explore further, but I didn't want to explore it in a clinical sense. Once again, it was really the relational sort of figure that I was interested in. So that's when I actually discovered what a doula was, which I hadn't really heard of much before. And I started to train to become a doula, actually with my six-month-old daughter at the time. I took her with me every week to our training and sat in circle for six months and learned all about being a doula. And what I had imagined at the time was that I would be an occasional doula or somebody who attends births from time to time, maybe as a hobby, if I could fit it into my life and my other real work, so to speak, although I didn't know what that would look like. And to enrich my learning at the time, uh, because I wasn't <laughs> fulfilled just being at home on maternity leave and doing doula training, I wanted to do more than that. So I started some volunteer work for Birth for Humankind, which is a Melbourne-based organisation working to achieve equitable maternal health and well-being for all by providing and advocating for respectful pregnancy, birth and early parenting support for people experiencing social and economic disadvantage. So I took on a networking role to help them organize their annual community event, which was really yeah, fun at the time as a new doula. And at that time, I also discovered the work of Allegra Ali, who is a photographer and anthropologist who founded the Wild Born Project, which you may have come across on Instagram. I listened to her speak on a podcast where she shared about her work developing a new not-for-profit called Adventurous Midwives, which was designed to support the health and survival of Indigenous mothers and their babies through collaborative initiatives in midwifery and holistic health that create opportunities for the cross-cultural sharing and re revitalization of traditional midwifery knowledge. I was instantly in intrigued and felt drawn to be involved in this organization in some capacity, even though I wasn't a midwife. So I reached out to her and she offered me the position of midwife coordinator. There was a connection, a resonance, and she felt like I would be a good fit for the team. And I started to support the development and planning of the inaugural expedition that would see a small group of birth workers selected from around the world to travel to Papua New Guinea to undertake cultural mapping and knowledge sharing. And that was to be in October of 2020. So this opportunity really lit me up and it's where I first felt the experience of the professional and personal lives really coming together and where I saw that there was more to this birth work than just attending births. It was such an exciting time. And then the pandemic happened. So a couple of months into the pandemic, the advisors of the organization estimated that the inaugural expedition would have to be postponed for probably two years. And soon thereafter, Allegra actually decided to cease operations altogether, partly due to the uncertainty of the years ahead, but also due to some other reasons of, of her own personal reasons. So I was disappointed, of course, because it was an opportunity that I was super excited about. And I was unable to return to my real work, so to speak. So I decided to just keep plugging away at the doula stuff, not really knowing what that would look like or how it would evolve. I continued to work and support families despite restrictions being in place in the first year of the pandemic. I was able to support quite a few families from cultural and linguistic diverse backgrounds with exceptions to the restrictions based on my interest and expertise in supporting people from such backgrounds. They were able to get uh, exemptions to the rules and I was able to continue attending births in hospital and home. And during this year, I also undertook further training with Birthing From Within to become a birth educator and mentor. 
And I also started a new position working on a casual basis as a community ambassador for Global Sisters, which is an organization that works with women starting businesses, women who are disadvantaged and starting businesses. And I was facilitating the delivery of a business education program and pathway for these women. So in this same period, I was also invited by renowned Mexican midwife, Naoli Vinaver, to become her Australian partner to help promote her online learning platform, The Art of Birth. And that was really exciting as well, because I had first heard about Nali in my own doula training the year before, where somebody came briefly one morning to teach us about, on one, one of the sessions, to teach us the closing of the bones ceremony or a variation of that and to introduce us to the rebozo. And at that time, I was actually reading a book called Birth in Four Cultures, and I was immediately interested in Nauli's work and obviously the Rebozo and this tool and the connection to Mexico, which obviously was a long-standing interest that I had. So it was really exciting for me to wake up one morning the following year to an email from Nauli asking me to be her partner. And of course, I accepted and started to promote her work as well. So despite the lockdowns over the continuing months, I supported a bunch of women and essentially sort of started my business or really picked up my business in an accidental fashion. You know, it's never really intended to build a doula business when I did my doula training. So I, I do refer to it as a bit of an accident. And over the following year, my husband and I made a decision to move from Melbourne where we were living at the time to regional Victoria after considering a, a number of other places that we'd talked about moving to for many years. It just so happened that regional Victoria is where we landed in a little town called Kyneton, about an hour from Melbourne. And that is where we have called home for the past two and a half years. And I've actually never felt so much at home anywhere in my life. In the first two years in our new home, my business picked up a lot and I serviced many, many families and way more than I had originally ever planned. I started new initiatives in my town, like a postpartum meal train for which I recruited volunteers and now have about 25 volunteers who collectively nourish and support new families in our town. And also some other community building efforts and initiatives to support my own revillaging, but also that of the mothers in my town. By the end of the first year here, I was working so much that I was already feeling burnout from being on call and from traveling so much and not having much support of my own. And I realized at that time that I, I needed to make a shift if I wanted to continue in my business. So at the start of my second year in my new town and my fourth year in business, I invested in a business coach and a 12 month mastermind program, which was pretty scary at the time. It was a really big investment and I didn't really know how it would go, but I decided that it was either try or turn away. So when I started that, I, my intention was to develop some online offerings and my intent, and, and also to create an, an online birth preparation course to support people who couldn't afford to have a doula in person. So that's where I thought that would go. Before I developed that, though, I needed to rebuild my business foundations and get a better understanding of the practical financial and business side of, of things because, as I said, it had just sort of come together almost in an accidental fashion and wasn't something that I'd really put a lot of effort into building the foundations of at the start. So I went back and did all of those things properly. I rebranded and rebuilt my website and started market research and on this new idea of the birth education program. And more than halfway into the mastermind, I realized that I actually wasn't passionate about creating the online birth preparation course at all, and that I wanted to shift my focus to supporting other doulas instead. 
And this was because it would enable me to work less on call and therefore to be more available to my own family. It would provide me with a new, much yearned for challenge, and it would enable me more opportunity to grow and scale my business. So I pivoted again and developed the Intuitive Doula, which is my nine month mentoring mindset and support program that I've been running this year with a group of doulas, which has been really, really wonderful. And during the course of 2022 last year whilst i was undertaking all of the change in my business and pivoting and also supporting a lot of families with a large client load i also started planning an inaugural visit to australia for nauli which took about 12 months to plan and eventually execute in may and june of this year where nauli visited australia for the first time in person and her and i traveled to sit with women in circle across three states and it was a really, really amazing and beautiful experience. She was here to teach predominantly about the maneuvers and techniques of the Mexican Rebozo, many of which are maneuvers that she's invented herself, but also to teach the closing of the bone ceremony in a really authentic fashion and how to avoid and manage complications in birth and in an alternate way as well, and also looking at connection between birth and sexuality. So the experience of sitting with Nauli and so many other women and actually meeting so many other fellow birth workers for the first time in person was a real highlight for me and something that I got a lot of fulfillment out of. And it was a welcome distraction from some of the other things in my business that were starting to feel monotonous and unfulfilling. It was also an opportunity to keep the connection alive between the world of birth that I was now finding myself in or that I find myself in and my other interests in cultural and linguistic diversity and knowledge sharing which is obviously a thread that has been running through my life for the past 25 years. So after Nauli's visit, I took a couple of months to catch my breath before starting a busy season of birth again, in which I find myself right now as I record this, attending lots of birth in homes and hospitals for the remainder of this year. I'm also continuing to enjoy the opportunity to, to mentor fellow doulas in my intuitive doula program. And I started working on the concept for this podcast, which was inspired by my own experience of weaving it all together, wanting to help others see the threads that have been woven through their personal and professional lives together also to lead them to being women in doula businesses. And so that's sort of where I'm at now and really enjoying the spaciousness, capacity, freedom and flexibility of working for myself dictating my own timeline, my own rhythms, and being able to be present for my family and my children after school hours, and essentially to choose when to work and when not to work whilst having a thriving, successful business. It's taken a lot of work, and I'm really grateful to be here now. Moving forward, I intend to work with fewer and fewer birthing families and more and more doulas, and I'll be launching my new business-focused support program for doulas in the new year, 2024, which I'm currently developing behind the scenes. The Savvy Doula is a business-focused support program for doulas to up-level their own businesses and make them sustainable for the long term. And the program will focus on understanding and attracting your ideal client, using market research as a tool to help you understand demand and to find you in your offerings, understanding your competitors and your point of difference to help you position and price yourself properly, taking control of your bookkeeping and numbers to ensure you're not leaking money, learning how to generate warm leads in your business and streamlining and automating your systems to save yourself time. Moving forward, I'll be developing more and more offerings for doulas. And my intention is to 
bring all of these offerings together into one signature offering, which will be called the Whole Doula Program, which will be predominantly run online and which will give me the flexibility to also return to study and eventually carry out research on birth and motherhood across cultures, which is where I'm actually heading. So this is my story and my own path to birth work. I hope you've enjoyed listening and that you stick around to listen to the stories of others. They will be shared in a slightly different format where I'll be obviously interviewing them and asking them questions. And I've had some really wonderful conversations with doulas, very unique experiences and pathways, and I really hope you enjoy listening. So thank you so much for joining me on the Whole Doula podcast. To express your interest in sharing your own story here, or to find out more about the Intuitive Doula or the Savvy Doula, you can email me on hello at marygiordano.com.au or get in touch with me on Instagram at marygiordano.com.au. Thanks again and have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for listening to the Whole Dollar Podcast with Mary Giordano. I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation today. If so, please hit subscribe and consider leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll be back with another episode in two weeks. Have a beautiful day.